Let me start over. You're listening to The Double Shot, a show about design, business, coffee, technology, marketing, you name it. Um, I'm Ray Briglib. I'm here as always with Candace. Hi, Candace. Hi. How are you today? You know, I'm doing quite well. Great. Yeah, feeling great. Love it. Love it. We're right to it then. Mm-hmm. Right to it. Uh, th- this week I want to talk about what you would call the maker schedule versus the manager's schedule. Yeah. Um, have you heard about this, Candace? I have. I've well, you. you know, you've told me about it. It seems like something that might affect... I think about it as something that affects you more than me, but then it's not true. It's that I probably exist quite well on a manager's schedule, and that's in some ways an easier one to just go with, right? So my understanding is a maker's schedule is something that you really need to carve time out for. I think by default, a lot of... A lot of I mean, someone in the office has to be on a manager's schedule. Or right. Otherwise, I don't know how you'd get anything done. So a manager's schedule allows for more interruptions. Does, is that, does yeah. that sound Yeah, so you'd right? say it's, it's more like if I were to think of what is a symbol of a manager's schedule, right? Mm-hmm. It would be an appointment book, you know, or a virtual appointment book, you know, the calendar app. Like right. it's that you 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 have all these slots in your day and you can kind of fill them up or if they're not fill filled up you'll do other stuff with that time um and you kind of assume you're going to be interrupted a lot you're probably people can call you people can text you you're checking your email you're basically yeah you just described my life That's, yeah, yeah yeah i mean yeah. Uh, very and many it's great do. i love it <laughs> oh. i don't understand how you could live any other way so that I think that um, what you'd call a maker schedule is is when you're able to just kind of work uninterrupted for long periods of time. You know, like where you would turn off all notifications, where you would not look at your... You would basically come into work and just work straight through eight hours or whatever, however many hours on a project. Mm-hmm. Um, and... If you're just maybe a writer in a cabin in the woods, that would come natural to you. And if you're sort of like a manager executive (laughs) or whatever at a desk, then that schedule is going to come naturally to you. People will email you. People will call you. Right. But, you know, I found that when it comes to doing creative work, and by which I also mean like writing code, it's not just like design or painting or typing out your manifesto but like anything where you have to really get into a focused frame of mind to do it i find that it's important to be able to set aside that time Mm -hmm. yeah so how's it going you started i mean you've talked about this before with varying degrees of success right yes um i would say that I would say that you would probably claim that it's never been completely successfully integrated into your schedule, but we're trying something new here at the studio. Oh, I, yeah, I mean. And it feels like we're onto something. Yeah, so. Is that just me? 
Or is it... No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, the, the thing about... Especially... It's actually almost maybe... I don't know if it's more true with programming or with design or whatever. But I know that when I'm, when I'm like... It's all, it's all the same. Yeah. We're all connected. Yeah. When I'm building a website, let's say. Yeah. If... I get interrupted. It's it takes me a while, as you know, to get back into working. And so it's not just that I might work up and I might come in bright and early, bushy tailed even, and hit my computer at six thirty and just work, 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 and then something interrupts me and then I have trouble getting back. It's actually it's actually more than that. It's no if I know. As a person who has to write a lot of code and be completely focused in order to actually be productive at it, if I know there's a meeting at 1 p.m. that day, it actually makes it hard for me to make great strides on that work. Even knowing that, as crazy as that sounds, because I know that I have to get out of that frame of mind at some point, and so I might find myself more reluctant to try to tackle a big part of the project, like a big section of the website or you know approach to the design or something and so it's actually even having things like later in your day can be hard what we've done for our sake is we actually have a schedule this is what you're alluding to Mm -hmm. where i come in so step back we're married we have kids we take turns coming in early and the other person I just, I, deals with it. That is the moment where I remembered we were recording this for other people to listen. I had this moment of like, I know I'm married. Yeah, so for, yeah. for, the, for the benefit right. of our listeners, so we right. are married, we have kids, and we take turns coming in early and making the other person deal with them in the morning. And then obviously we trade who leaves early that, that afternoon. We're described as that. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, typically I come in early. And so we've decided those are the days when I can do that. And Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you come in early, you get here six or six thirty in the morning. You're here until about three PM ish at, at the most, at the yeah. most. So, yeah. Sure. Um, and so you come in and nobody's here. The mm-hmm. world is quiet and mm-hmm. you just get started. And then I usually show up around nine thirty. So you've had a good three and a half hours. Hopefully of- something to show for it. <laughs> Hopefully something to show for it. So you know how, yeah. And then mm. Tuesday and Thursday, frankly, I wear a lot of hats. We all do. We're a small studio. Sure. So those are kind of set aside for like, don't even try to do the big things those days. Just mm. try to do, it's almost like you're exercising. You're taking every other day off to like let your body heal or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, when we were talking about like if I were thinking of an icon for the the manager's schedule lifestyle, it would be the appointment book. If I were to think of an icon for the maker's schedule lifestyle, it would be like a pair of headphones, right? <laughs> Something right. That could just to block the distractions. I think headphones would be the right icon for that. You know. You know, it's interesting to, to hear you talk about that because. That schedule is so helpful for me as someone who is, in some ways, here in the studio, um, a manager of people's time, Mm -hmm. your time being some of the time that I need to manage. Um, So before we had this idea of Monday, Wednesday, Friday, maker schedule, Mm -hmm. raise 
basically off limits, you know, unless the sky is falling. Right. So when we discussed that, my first thought was, that's going to be tough. You know, things come up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I need to check in with, with my developer, with my guy. Mm-hmm. But what's actually happened instead is before we had this idea of these are the maker's days and these other days are more of the days when you're tackling smaller projects or you're, more, you're available. So before that, Monday through Friday, you would essentially come into the studio and try to get things done, right? You would, there's just this assumption, like, we're going to get as much done as we can. Mm-hmm. And so something would come up where I'd think, I really need to talk to Ray about this, but, like, it's not... I don't need to talk to him right now, but I do within the next couple of days. But there was never a good time for it because every day was this struggle to get as far as you could and any interruption was an interruption. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like in some ways you were trying to make every day a maker schedule, only the reality of our studio didn't allow for that. So at some point there was always this frustration of now this has been broken, we try again tomorrow. Yeah. And so it didn't leave room for the times when we just needed to schedule meetings or we just needed. And so now to me, there's this, uh, my nap timer just went off. (laughs) Speaking of of schedules. Um, so now it's, it's wonderful because I know Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Ray's busy, but if I do need to set up a meeting where the whole team is there or we want to do a kickoff or we're moving something from one phase to another, Tuesday or Thursday, beautiful, and uh, you're you're open to it. You're happy to be in the meetings. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, but it's, no, it, is, it yeah. feels like there's yeah. this sense of you understand the days when you're doing. You know what this makes me think of, and this has nothing to do with the schedules. Hmm. When we first started hanging out, mm-hmm. and we decided to have a business together. Mm-hmm. Then at some point, we also decided to get married later. Mm -hmm. We did this in a very opposite sort of way. But one of the first things we did was read about how to talk about money to each other, right? Mm -hmm. You handed me this book, and one of the things that it taught me, and and I'd never really known how to talk about finances with another person. Mm -hmm. And... It basically said you had to sit down and figure out who was the saver and who was the spender, generally. And then, essentially, the saver had to say, this is how much I need to save every month to feel comfortable, to be happy. Mm -hmm. And you'd put that money away in the beginning, and everything else that was left in the account essentially was open was there was no judgment on how it was spent because the saving already happened. So then the spender could feel a little bit more comfortable saying, let's go out to eat, or everyone could relax a little because the the, the part that had to be banked away already was, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of people, they just go into the end of the month and whatever's left in the account at the end of the month gets put into savings, or that's the way some some people do it. That's the way we were doing it when we first met. And so we would sometimes argue or get stressed about every single time one of us wanted to go out to eat or spend money because it was like, oh, that's 
eating away at that savings. Mm -hmm. And then when we flipped it, put the savings away, back then you were the spender. I don't know if I would say that's the same now, but you were always like wanting to go out to eat or something and it would stress me out so much. Oh my God, I just want to save that. And then we'd bank it away. And when you'd say, let's go out to eat, I was like, you know what? That sounds really nice. Yeah. But I think there's a correlation there too, that maker schedule where when you know to be happy, I need these three days of uninterrupted time. And I'm going to put that in the schedule in the beginning. Mm -hmm. That's my savings or, you know, I'm baking that. And then those other two days, they're freer, they're more open and it's not as stressful. The truth is that we take on some pretty big projects and I, I had been feeling like, so I personally know myself that if, if I'm, if I don't get like my, my mind is at its best, whatever that's worth before lunch, like after lunch, it's like at that point meetings, fine, like small tasks, fine, just like little odds and ends, like troubleshooting things, putting out fires, like all that stuff is great in the afternoon. And the problem was like, if I didn't get a lot done on a Monday, then I'd my, the whole rest of my day would be kind of thrown off. And then I'd come in Tuesday and it was like, well, the day is basically a write off anyway. Like if I don't, I don't get into like nine thirty some days, it's like, well, how am I really going to try something ambitious when it's a few hours until lunch and then I'm brain dead and and it would start to feel like I wasn't making, I was just Wait, treading water on those No matter projects. what time you get up or wake up, you have a lunchtime cutoff. Mentally, pretty much, yeah. So you like to eat lunch about 11. Well, I've been you trying You start to... thinking, you start texting me about lunch at 10. You're basically... <laughs> this is all lunch. exaggerated for comic effect, but you're saying I should be pushing lunch back later. I need a way to make eggs here or something like that. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah. I wasn't necessarily I th- saying you need to push lunch back, but on those Tuesdays and Thursdays, mm-hmm. the idea that if you show up at 9.30 and by 11 the day's a wash because it's now lunchtime. No, what probably, I'm saying is that that just those aren't good days yeah. to start on big tasks. Yeah. There's got to be some kind of a... Like a vitamin, or aren't there aren't there some pills you can take that that are that are legal that help your mind? Sort I have of... a freaking espresso machine here. I think I can. <laughs> I don't know what what. No, I, I'm just no, saying. Aren't no, there, aren't there aren't there aren't there substances out there that you can take on Tuesdays and Thursdays that just kind of oil the wheels a little bit on? Sure, we could be on the lookout for that. Um. But I was trying to sort of make the point that, like, oh, sorry. the... Do go on. What happens, what was happening before was that I would have a big project and I would make almost no headway on it. Yeah. Because I'm talking about having, like, a, a four to six hour uninterrupted block of time. And I could get those if I come in bright and early and don't get interrupted before my senior citizen lunch hour. It's just, so I used to know if you had those big <laughs> yeah. headphones on. Sure, Are they sure. called circumoral? Yeah, you can call them that. Yeah, the big ones. They cover your ear. And uh-huh. I would I would go to say something to you, and I would look over, and you like your ears were like, no. Comically. No zones. Now, you have those little Star Trek thing, those tiny little 
earbuds in your ear. Air, AirPods, which physically repulse you, which should actually be more effective than the, the big circumoral, uh, you know, people call them cans. You call them cans. Cans. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the... AirPods. AirPods. I, I've tried to look deep inside my soul and try to figure out why, <laughs> but... It is a physical repulsion. It really is. I'll be interested to see when they come out with them in in a darker color. Well, they won't. Helps. Why do you think that? Like, I they don't have know. Apple has been making those uh, ear pods. Yeah. Since the first iPod came out in white, mm-hmm. it's a branding thing. They're not going to make them in black. They've been making them in white for like 15 years. The truth is, is I don't think it's the color. I, I think It's not the color. It's that it doesn't have a wire attached to it. Somehow that repulses you. I don't know. That's the only difference. Like, like what? how do they look different? What way do they look different than the ones you've been wearing all day? They don't have a wire. No, I know. And it, it, might, it might be a reflection of my age. No, I it's because you're picturing like the... Bluetooth wearing douchey guy. Who's yeah, it does. It, like, that's hold all. On, I... Hold on, on the phone. Hold on. Yeah, and those are black a lot of times. Yeah, so those are see, always black. Like... So that's and why you wouldn't want those yeah, in black because then it would look like. And it's always in one ear, and you oh. you're about to talk to someone, and they're like, "You can't tapping. wear those ear pods in in or AirPods in one ear," but yeah. I don't because you got to draw the so, line somewhere. You're right. That's what they remind me of. I yeah. was trying to figure out. Why they're so repulsive to me, and it is that exactly. So I don't know where we go from there, but all I was saying <laughs> is that I don't have that same <laughs> reminder, yeah, not to talk to you, yeah. Although now I know Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, just don't, yeah. just don't talk to me. The, the thing that seems Slightly unfair about the maker's schedule. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just a you and me thing. Maybe we should talk about this not in the thing. But it seems like during your maker schedule time, yes. you can slack and text me incessantly whenever you feel like it. But don't you don't you dare but text me. Don't I, you dare text me back. If I like write something, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, it's maker schedule time. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, Anyways, we'll we'll work through it. We can work through it. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Um, because I'm trying to see that. At, so at first, what I thought was, mm-hmm. and this is no offense. I you know, I I enjoy hearing from you. You are sitting right next to me, so it's like sure, fine. But I started to think like, oh, okay. So Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Maybe that means I'm not on necessarily a maker's schedule, but I am on a not so much internal in the studio communication schedule. And so I started thinking like, oh, I wonder if that would be good days for me to hunker down and maybe write some of the longer proposals I'm working on or, Mm -hmm. you know, give myself a lighter version of the maker's schedule. I say a lighter version because I'm the primary contact for all of our clients, which means I need to be able to text people need to be able to text me or email me and know that I'm going to get it pretty quickly in general. But mm-hmm. I'm starting to think of those days as if I'm going to tackle a bigger project, my bigger projects are usually like, uh, I want to dive in for a couple hours and really research a potential project and make sure I understand the ecosystem before I write a proposal, something like that. 
then I'm starting to use those days also. But then it's sort of hilarious because I think you still like to kind of. You gotta stop. I uh, gotta stop. Sla- the you slack still like attack. the slack, yeah. That's cool. A, that's okay though. Yeah. You know. Well. Um... So, Ray. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about? It's been a few weeks of turning a couple, this out. Yeah, uh, I think it's helped me tremendously, and I like. It's just a nice feeling. Like you, you show up at, for work. You come in at what, like nine, nine thirty, and I'll look at my computer and I'll realize oh, I've already built out this whole design page, this whole mm-hmm. system. You know, like knowing that I can sit down and like I just I'll sit down and I'll look over all of the work that that's ahead on the project and I'll be like, well, okay, I have a I have a good long stretch of time here. I can do something that's more. So it. It's not just that I can make more progress on a project, but that I can take bigger strides. And sometimes it's those big strides that end up being disastrous on a project where you just never, in the past, I'd never feel like I could take a big bite out of the project on a day. And now right, I so do. You get, you get partly through, you get distracted, you come back and you're like, oh, I had a Literally, really great idea here. Like, what was it's it? Like, it's like I, I, I walked away, I come back the next day, and like the puzzle that I was halfway through is like on the floor. Or someone has scattered the bits. Like when you're putting together a puzzle, sometimes you like organize the pieces. You're like, yeah. oh, my edge pieces are here. Like you've kind of done all that. It's like you might come back and it's kind of scrambled. It's like, well, it's still, it's still the same amount done. Mm-hmm. But like all of the like organization you did in your head and all the structures you created mentally to get you where you need to go are gone. And it just, it really, it's like, it takes an hour just to get back to surround your, your, your delicate little brain with all of those little, you know, I was actually told that pretty early on in project management that if you interrupt a programmer, just have a quick question, Mm -hmm, mm um, that, you might think your question is really quick, but you've actually just taken them back a full hour. That every time you, especially right. programmers, yeah. if you see someone working and you're like, hey, I just got a quick question for you, just think, do you want to pull that person off of their project for one hour to answer this question? And as a project manager, that starts to really sink it's scary. in. It's scary. scary as hell. So yeah. I, I, I want to end with a quote that is really this, that, that Paul Graham, who wrote that, that original blog post back from like 2009 that I was referring to, this will be in the show notes. He said, I find one meeting can sometimes affect a whole day. A meeting commonly blows at least half a day by breaking up a morning or afternoon. But in addition, there's sometimes a cascading effect. If I know the afternoon is going to be broken up, I'm slightly less likely to start something ambitious in the morning. I know this may sound oversensitive, but if you're a maker, think of your own case. Do your spirits, don't your spirits rise at the thought of having an entire day free to work with no appointments at all? Well, that means your spirits are correspondingly depressed when you don't. And ambitious projects are, by definition, close to the limits of your capacity. A small decrease in morale is enough to kill them off bit harsh but that doesn't seem harsh at all that seems like someone who takes great pride in doing really excellent work because what i hear from that is if you didn't care about what you were doing if you were just slogging through every Mm -hmm. day's the same but if you walk in and you you want to push yourself and you want to make something right more make something better then you need to carve out the space to do that so 
that's what we want to do here at Needmore, right? Yep. That's so, our that's our currency. Yeah. Then then uh have an artist make that into a piece of work. <laughs> have someone paint it on one of our walls mm-hmm. and look at it every day. You know, I mean that's that's critical. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, well. It's good for this week. All right. We'll see you next week. I'll be here. I'm not referring, I'm needing the listeners, but of course. (laughs)